This is the only podcast that gives you a 20-minute guarantee. Give us 20 minutes of your life, and if you're not completely satisfied, you'll you'll get get your your minutes minutes back. back. No No questions questions asked. asked. It's a Minor Detail Podcast. All right, thanks, Jess. Welcome, everybody. It is a Minor Detail Podcast. It is Wednesday, March 31st, last day of the month. Tomorrow, April Fool's Day. I don't take part in that holiday. I don't consider it to be a holiday, and uh, so I will let it slide by tomorrow. A lot to get to today here in the podcast. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, wait a minute, today is the day you're going to have this big guest, someone that you were very intimidated by when it came to an interview. What is going on with that? Well, I did do the interview today, and it was fantastic. I got to tell you, I'm still kind of just floating after this interview today. But because of some things beyond my control, I won't have that interview today. That interview will be on the Friday podcast. All right, so no no interview today with the mystery guest. That will be on Friday. I'm sorry, I know, I must sound like I'm just leading you guys on, but believe me, it'll be worth it. So Friday, big time guest Friday here on the podcast. And by the way, Saturday, spinning class. This is going to be fun. Saturday spinning class is going to be all about baseball. You know, the baseball season is getting started. And so Saturday spinning class, all will be songs about baseball. I bet you're thinking there can't be that many songs about baseball. I mean, once you get past John Fogarty's center field or the cheap seats from Alabama, there can't be more songs than that. Oh, there's much more. And we'll have those for you coming up Saturday on the spinning class. So big, big, big show on Friday. Big guest. I'm very excited about you hearing this interview. It was a wonderful interview, by the way. The only problem was I had about 12 more questions I wanted to ask before he finally said, I have to go to my next interview. And I said, oh, I understand. understand." And then I asked one more after that. But that'll come up on Friday. So that's what's going on there. All right, uh, a lot to get to today. More problems with my bank. We're going to talk about uh, we're going to talk about that today. We have a lot of food news today. There's a lot of food stuff going on. We got a lot of entertainment news. Uh, I'm just loaded with stuff to talk about today. So we're going to get to as much of this as we can. Uh, but I want to start with this. Can I start with this? So every year when March 31st rolls around, I celebrate because on March 31st, there are three celebrity birthdays from three TV shows that I consider to have the three best TV theme songs of all time. That one is number one. Today's the birthday of Gabe Kaplan from Welcome Back, Cotton. Gabe Kaplan, having a birthday today, turns 77. And the number two theme song, in my mind of all time, is the theme from Cheers. And that's because today is the birthday of Rhea Perlman, who played Carla Tortelli on Cheers. And we have a long-standing policy here on the podcast. We do not give the year of women's birthdays. The Me Too movement and all of that. So, we won't do that today. Rhea Perlman has a birthday today. And the third best TV theme song of all time is this one. Happy birthday today to the great Shirley Jones from the Partridge family. Come on, everybody, get happy, shall we? So that's why March 31st is always a big day. One day I'll give my total list, top 10 theme songs of all time. It'd be a great podcast, wouldn't it? By the way, it's also the birthday today of Al Gore, the former vice president, who turns uh, 73 today. And if you don't believe it, look it up on the internet. He won't care. He invented it. 
All right, let's run through some news here. Well, it's spring, which means your cooler is practically begging to be filled up with cans and cans of spiked seltzer. And just when you thought you knew about every hard seltzer out there, country superstar Blake Shelton has announced the launch of his very own summer drink. He is teaming up with Smithworks Vodka, which is made uh, right here in Sebastian County, to create a line of hard seltzer lemonades that you'll be sipping on all summer. Four flavors in the line, which the brand promises will pep up any casual daytime drinking occasion. So uh, we're already sold. First flavor, of course, classic lemon, followed by ripe strawberry. Brand is also offering a southern peach tea. We're hoping tastes like an upgraded version of our favorite Arnold Palmer drink. You can also find a crisp lime flavor, which was inspired by Blake's favorite combination of lemon and lime. Each can contains a 5% alcohol by weight. It's brewed with natural lemonade flavors, comes in at 100 calories, and 1 gram of sugar per 12-ounce can. So look for those this summer. Speaking of Blake's show, The Voice, Ari is coming to The Voice. Ariana Grande will be replacing Nick Jonas on the next season of the show in the fall. Now, I got a question about that. Is there a point where you get to be such a big superstar that you don't have to go on TV shows? Isn't Ariana Grande just about as big as it is? Is that not kind of a step down? I mean, I I don't know. Maybe she needs the money. I, I don't know. And by the way, we now know why Kelly Clarkson is not on The Voice. She posted on Instagram that she is homesick. Kelsey Ballerini is coaching her team. This has nothing to do with her on-air spat with Blake like a lot of people thought. All right, some food news today. Popeyes. They recently delighted us with one of the best fish sandwiches in fast food. Now there's even more reason to stop by their drive-thru. The chain is bringing back a popular deal on seafood that makes an appearance only once a year, as well as a fan-favorite seasonal desserts, both available now. The $5 Butterfly Shrimp Tackle Box is back. Consists of eight butterfly shrimp paired with your choice of one regular side, a biscuit and dipping sauce. Some locations even have a butterfly shrimp surf and turf tackle box, which gets you four shrimp, two chicken tenders. They're also bringing back the strawberry and cream cheese pie, which is just awesome. All right, speaking of desserts, the Pioneer Woman is getting into the ice cream business. Reed Drummond is putting out a new brand of ice cream for Walmart. Now, this is going to be a Walmart mix that you make in a homemade ice cream maker. Now, if you want to get it just right, you, of course, can buy the four-quart ice cream maker from the Pioneer Woman at Walmart. It's $34.94, features a red insert, a wooden outer piece detailed with a signature Pioneer Woman floral accent. Each of these packets contains everything you need to make it, yields two quarts of ice cream, only requires milk and heavy cream. Now, here's the flavors. By the way, $3.68 for the mix at Walmart. Toffee caramel, birthday cake, mint chocolate chip, and salted caramel. That's what you can get. On the back of every pouch, you can follow along with the preparation directions. So, the Pioneer Woman getting into the ice cream business. All right, a couple of TV notes. The new dog grooming show, Pooch Perfect, premiered last night, and it is absolutely getting hammered on Twitter by animal rights activists. They say it's animal abuse. Premiered last night, while many enjoyed the dog grooming competition, there was a large backlash from viewers on Twitter who thought it was abusive. show is produced and hosted by Rebel Wilson. She says that she is a fourth-generation dog groomer, was a champion junior handler. She said last night, 
believe me when I say I know my Shih Tzus. Okay. Uh, there's other people on the show. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills star Lisa Vanderpump is on there. Veterinarian Callie Harris. And celebrity groomer Jorge Benderski are the judges on there. And there's some news about Sharon Osbourne. Now, you know she's leaving the talk, but she's not leaving empty-handed. Former co-host, now we find out is going to get between 5 and $10 million to walk away from the show, according to the New York Post. She also is going to be able to speak freely about what really happened from her perspective. So that'll be interesting. And one sports note to pass along. The Oregon State Beavers, they made an improbable run that no one saw coming. Monday night, the Beavers lost to Houston in the Elite Eight. The Cinderella story for the Beavers came to an end, but it was a valiant effort. You'd think the NCAA would do everything they can to make sure a team like the Beavers would be treated like royalty, especially after making it to the Elite Eight. Sadly, that isn't what happened. According to Nick Daschle of the Oregonian, the NCAA didn't have the nicest parting gift for the Beavers after the loss to Houston. Instead of letting them fly out this morning, the NCAA made them pack up and leave on a 1.15 a.m. flight back to Eugene. Team got into Corvallis at 4 a.m. this morning. Wow. Wouldn't even let them sleep in their beds one more night. Way to go, NCAA. All right. Got to call a timeout here and get to 10 after laughter. Today we feature Tony Robleski. Yeah, I've been working on being more of a bad boy, ladies. <laughs> yeah, uh, like uh, My girlfriend and I were in an open relationship. How open is it? We broke up. It's very open. Uh, it's like a yogurt. Once you open it, it's open. When you go through a breakup, everybody always says, what happened? What? And you have to come up with like a short thing that happened that just summarizes it, right? You know? So I'd be like, well, we just had different interests. Like, I love comedy, and she loved this guy named Luke. <laughs> yeah. I do miss her name, though. She had this exotic name. Her name was uh, Satan. And, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know if you guys have ever gone through a breakup, but it's so fun. Because <laughs> you get to play a game called, Am I Gonna Cry in Public Today? <laughs> But crying is such a weird thing, right? Because when you're crying alone, you're like, nothing is worse than this. But when you're crying in public, you're like, this is worse. <laughs> I was going through this breakup. I felt a cry coming on, and I was in Chicago O'Hare International Airport, surrounded by human beings, right? And I was like, I just was like, what can I do to not cry? So I convinced myself that if I just ate a sandwich... I would have enough energy and calories from the sandwich to suppress the tears. <laughs> right? I'm pulling the sandwich up to my face. I'm like, if you just eat this, you won't cry. And at that moment, a businessman in a hurry smacks into me. And my sandwich goes, <laughs> and one sad olive was rolling away. And I was like, everyone's leaving me. <laughs> and then I just started bawling over my sandwich. But it didn't sound like regular crying. Have you ever been to the point of hyperventilation where your crying sounds like pulling a straw in and out of a fast food cup lid? <laughs> That's what it sounded like. I was like, I just want my sandwich. I want it right No. And the most amazing thing happened. Instead of judging me, the businessman just panicked and he started giving me money. He's like, oh my God, there's a one, there's a five, that's a 20. Why isn't this working? It works on my children. 
he gave me $38 on a $7 sandwich. And when we walked away, I had an epiphany. I was like, oh my God, I just mugged a man with my feelings. That's not a weakness. That's a superpower. All right, that's uh, Tony Robleski right there on Today After Laughter. All right, as you know, because you listen to the show on a daily basis, I hope, you know that I am in a love, no, I want to say love-hate relationship. I'm in a hate-hate relationship with my bank. So right before I started the podcast today, I get a call from the bank. Now, it does not say spam risk. Since it was my bank, it should have said spam risk. That's how bad my bank is. Uh, my bank, by the way, is the one owned by Walmart uh, that has the popcorn in the lobbies. You guys who live around this area that listen to the podcast, you know which one I'm talking about. They're the ones whose lobbies have been closed uh, basically since uh, 2006. They anticipated the pandemic in 2006 and went ahead and closed their lobbies, and they're still closed. So back in October, I had a credit card, and I paid it off. This was when I became unemployed. I thought I'll pay off all my bills that way I don't have to worry about all this stuff coming up now that I'm unemployed, right? So I went through the drive-thru. I said, how much is on my credit card? They told me. I wrote them a check. I paid it off. I said, I am canceling the card. I no longer want to do business on this card. In fact, I'm no longer going to do business with this bank as soon as I can get everything wrapped up that's automatically withdrawn from the account. I said, okay, well, we, oh, sir, we hate to lose you as a cut. You know, that line they give you. Is there anything we can do? No. Just cancel my account and we're done. So a couple of months later, I get a statement and it shows that there's money on that credit card. Automatic things that I did not buy that showed up on the credit card. So I'm angry. First of all, I'm angry because things are showing up that shouldn't be there. But secondly, if you've canceled the card, if someone tries to do something on your account, it will say this card, it would say this account is closed, correct? No. So they put stuff on there. Well, time goes by. Well, now I start getting late fees for stuff that is on a credit card that was canceled. So today, the poor woman called me from the bank. She had no idea what she was getting ready to get back to her from me in return. Because she said, yeah, we need to talk about the fact that you're a couple of weeks late on paying. Uh, we have sort of a problem here. Yeah, you apparently didn't put one of the new cover sheets on your TPS reports. You see, we're putting the cover sheets on all TPS reports now before they go out. Did you see the memo about this? Yeah. If you could just go ahead and make sure you do that from now on, that would be great. She did kind of sound like Lumberg, now that I think about it. I just told her exactly what I thought. First of all, I said, are you calling me from your basement because you're not at work? Well, sir, I said, don't, no, just, so this went on and on and on. And she said, we can probably go to our fraud department to see what those things were that came on. I said, wait a minute. It doesn't matter. The account was closed. So she tells me that she is going to get a supervisor to contact me. And so I think when I see it running, I'm going to run it through the computer here in my studio and I'm going to have her talk to Lumberg. I have Lumberg all ready to go when they say, hey, uh, we're calling from our vet, I mean, uh, from your bank, and uh, we got a... And then I'll hit him with a... Yeah. If you could just go ahead and make sure you do that from now on, that would be great. 
I'll let you know how this all works out. All right. Uh, there's the continued battle with my bank. Can't wait till that is over. I hope you enjoyed the podcast today. Uh, remember, Friday, big show. That's when our big guest is going to be on here. We did the interview today. We'll have that on Friday. Saturday, we got a spinning class. But tomorrow, we've got a regular podcast back here for you. Have yourself a great Wednesday. I'll see you back here tomorrow for another edition of a Minor Detail Podcast. Jess, tell them where they can find us. Well, that's a wrap. Reach out to us on Facebook and Instagram. Questions and comments, email us, minordetailpodcast at gmail.com. Want to get a hold of us? Need to let us know something? We want to know about it. Hit up our 24-hour hotline, 479 388 one six three eight. That's four seven nine three eight eight sixteen thirty eight. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and more. A minor detail podcast. Copyright twenty twenty. The Radio Voice Productions LLC. I'm Jess, and I'm out.